This is WKOK Sunrise on your station for the best news, talk, and sports. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Podcasts, any podcast platform, whether it's the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app or WKOK.com. The Sunrise Podcasts are there because of Rob Center, a fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. So we thank him for his help and hard work in making sure that the podcasts are uh, posted in a timely fashion. Always appreciate it. On the news line with us now, Steve Williams, of course, the voice of WKOK Wrestling, but He's a great sports broadcaster, been on WKOK and WMLP back in the day. He's a wrestling commentator, but we've had him doing football games and, and basketball. He does it all. Sports journalist, too, a resourceful person, can find his work in local papers and just loves to cover the heck out of and great uh, and take great photographs of uh, sporting events, too. So, Steve, thank you so much for calling in this morning. Thank you, Mark. It's great to be here. I really appreciate it. I think the rise of girls' sports has just got to be talked about, and particularly girls' wrestling. We heard the PIAA uh, is on the margin this week with it as it relates to girls' wrestling. So, uh, first of all, a tiny bit of history. It's almost new to me just the past couple years, but uh, girls' wrestling has been kind of bubbling up in the background for years. Yes, it has. Uh, actually... Uh, informally, the uh, first state championship for girls was back in 1999. Now, this has not been um, sanctioned by the PIAA, but uh, in 2000, J.P. McCaskey adopted a team and approached the PIAA, and the PIAA said, you got to have 100 teams before we'll sanction it. And uh, that happened on uh, Valentine's Day this year. Uh, as a matter of fact, 100 teams, Penridge was number 100. There's up to a number, they're up to 101 right now, but uh, the PIAA uh, is uh, honoring their commitment, at least so far. Uh, they had an executive meeting this week where they had the first reading and they passed it. Now, um, the bylaws say they have to have three readings to change any of the rules, so they're going to do it two more times. Uh, I believe March and May are the dates that I saw that they'll be that they'll be doing that, so Hopefully, girls wrestling will be a sanctioned sport in Pennsylvania next season. Now, around here, local history. I remember Kim Spiegel over in Sealands Grove, and, and uh, of course, Gabby Bradigan still 100% current out there uh, wrestling mm-hmm. at Elmira College. Are there other girl wrestlers around here I should know about? No, oh, yeah. There's uh, actually most of the teams around here have uh, they have a smattering of them, not a lot. Um, you know, and the, the response you get from the girls is, I'd like to wrestle, but I don't want to wrestle against the boys. Um, obviously, physical differences. Um, you know, the other thing, too, with, um, for instance, talking with Coach Tim Bosch of Chickalemi, uh, they recruited a number of girls, but um, to recruit um, even, you know, a, a brand-new wrestler in the room that they have, I mean, they were the district team champions, went to the state team tournament, uh, it's a rough room to learn in. Dillon's um, Grove has gone about it a different way. They've got uh, five uh, girls in high school and five in junior high. And what Coach Martin down in Dillon's Grove has done is he actually has a uh, separate workout for the girls and for his uh, newer wrestlers, you know, where they're teaching the basics, things that, you know, a lot of times get taught in a, in a lower, in an elementary program, but 
when you're getting new kids into high school, you got to teach them the basics because uh, you get in there against a kid that's uh, been doing this for years, they're going to get roughed up, boy or girl. Well, for some girls, this seems like this is the perfect sport. Uh, I can uh, transcribe everything I ever said to Gabby Braddockin or spoke or listened to her you know, on a one-minute uh, tape because uh, I never really had much time to talk to her. But she talked about wrestling was just the perfect ideal sport for her interests and her physique and for her family and for her school. I- is that a comparable comment that you'll hear from other wrestlers? Yeah, you will. Uh, and I'll tell you what, um, a lot of the wrestlers, the girl wrestlers that I spoke with, uh, especially over the weekend, they all echo the same thing, and it's the same thing that you're going to get. Um, maybe not from the boys, but I can tell you from people that have uh, participated in the sport, is that um, it teaches you life lessons you learn in no other sport. Uh, the closest thing that has ever really been available to girls for wrestling is if they chose to uh, study a martial art. Uh, the two are uh, very similar. Uh, there's some differences in the competitions, obviously, where you don't get the uh, um, the full competition in a martial art as you do in wrestling. But uh, that's that's kind of the lesson that is being taught, really. And are we producing, or will we be producing, some state championship wrestlers around here? I don't want to promise you anything, but certainly um, I believe that there is some potential there. Uh, I talked uh, over the weekend with a young lady from Williamsport, Marissa Rumsey. Marissa is ranked number 11 in the nation. Um, you know, there are various ranking wrestlings, and they go around and they, you know, break them into different categories. She's ranked number 11 in her weight. Uh, I don't recall the weight classes that she was in, so she certainly uh, has. Um, you know, that ability to do that. Um, but yes, uh, there are some girls that I have seen coming up through the, uh, you know, elementary and junior high rank. Uh, now, mo- mostly, you know, Shiklimi and Seals girls, I see them the most, um, that have some very, very good potential. Seals Grove uh, has a couple of girls in the high school that have been wrestling for a couple of years, um, you know, that uh, they're very good. And I'm, you know, I, I'm looking at technique, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm judging it. You know, I get to watch them wrestle girls against girls and see how they do that. They don't sometimes get to use that technique when they wrestle the boys, but I'll tell you what, they do not wilt. They go right at them. Uh, and I've seen I've seen a lot of girls beat the boys, including Gabby Bradigan, who won uh, two two uh, matches last year at the Northwest Regional Tournament which is as tough as any tournament you're going to get in, she won by fall. Yeah, I remember you put on our Facebook page a picture of her <laughs> stunned opponent <laughs> on the side <laughs> of the mat. The poor fella, <laughs> I think he, he had that, uh, you know, what just happened, look on his face. So um, what, what might be some other nuances of wrestling when it comes to uh, girls wrestling? I've learned so much just from listening to you uh, over the years. But uh, what, what, am I, what will I learn as I hear more girls wrestling on the radio? Well, I don't know if I can convey it on the radio, but, um, you know, girls approach sports differently than boys. I've coached both girls uh, and boys in a lot of different sports, uh, and their approach is different. You know, it's something that boys can learn um, from the girls, girls that could obviously can learn things from the boys. Uh, for them, it's more of a social thing. 
um, you know, uh, Strickland had a, um, it was a tournament a couple years ago, and I took a picture. There were, I want to say, seven girls from various schools uh, that were that were entered into that. They all knew each other, and before they got started wrestling, they all sat together and braided each other's hair. Um, you know, I tried to get in on it and tried to get my hair braided. They told me it wasn't long enough, but um, <laughs> you know, you so go. their approach to sports is a little bit different um, than what what the boys are. Uh, it's a little bit more social. Uh, so that's you know that's maybe the biggest thing, the physical part of it. You know what? If they're matched up against somebody of the same physical ability, they're they go at each other. All right. What else can you tell me? Uh, I want you to do a quickie preview about tomorrow. But first, uh, and uh, anything else real big in the in the girls' sports that uh, you have to tell me since you have an open mic? Well, yeah. The only thing is uh, right now the only teams in the area that they're the only schools that have girls uh, wrestling are uh, Milton. Montgomery and Hughesville. So obviously, for the sport to grow and for for these kids to get better, is that a lot of other teams, a lot of other schools have to adopt the sport because you're only as good as your opponent. Um, wrestling is a unique sport where it actually takes place uh, in the workout room. Um, you know, the dual meets are where you go and show your parents what you've been doing. The tournaments are where you pick up your trophies. The whole sport occurs in the in the wrestling room. So in order for those girls in at a one school to get better the other schools have to adopt it they have to get better um so you know the big thing is is that you know we're looking at maybe doubling participation rates by adding the girls so that's going to put a strain in the current system right now there are not enough referees for the boys matches gym space is tough wrestling room space is tough so you know, those are some of the problems that are going to have to be solved by the school boards and by the athletic directors. But we're also going to need an awful lot of volunteers. We're going to need women to volunteer to coach. We're going to need women to volunteer to referee. Because, you know, it's great to have a guy out there teaching you, but ultimately we want to set these girls up with some great role models. And, uh, you know, so you're going to have to volunteer to do that. Uh, and I don't want to hear, I don't know anything about the sport. I can get you a, a state qualifier, a state champ to come in and teach you everything you need to teach those girls. So you can, you can do it. Um, you know, no excuses there. The other thing I did want to say, you mentioned Gabby Bradigan, and, and I kind of teased this a little bit about some things that are upcoming. I can tell you, I don't know if she wants me to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, right now, she is working on uh, putting together a clinic where she is going to bring uh, some of her teammates from Elmira College down to, um, she, she's trying to arrange them at Chickalamy High School and have a, uh, a seminar for girls, invite girls from all around the area to come down, uh, meet up with these girls and, you know, have them, have them talk to them about wrestling and maybe show them a few things. Uh, those details are not complete yet, but she wanted to do that as a thank you to uh, Mayor Josh Brocious of Sunbury, who last year declared a Gabby Bradigan Day. So she, she's aiming for that day. I don't know if she'll be able to do it exactly, but that's kind of what she's thinking uh, right now. Her season uh, is coming to an end. She's preparing to go to Iowa for the uh, Girls Division Three National Championship 
which is great. Uh, she has, I think, uh, 13 falls so far this season, has done very well. Uh, she wants to help spread that wealth a little bit. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, next time you talk to her, see her, tell her she's got an open mic here to spread the word on WKOK, and we'll put it on our other radio stations. We'll make sure every uh, girl around here knows about that, so uh, they might be able to attend that. So that would be fantastic. Steve, we just mm-hmm. have about 30 seconds left. Uh, please, uh, just a glimpse at what we'll see tomorrow up in Altoona. We have got some, a ton of great wrestlers <laughs> headed to the regional finals. Well, we do, and hopefully all of them will get out of the regional finals, but uh, that never happens. I'll tell you what, the Northwest region is tough. Some of the best teams in the state uh, will be there. Uh, Stripplemy taking 13, Steelings Grove taking 11, uh, you know, a handful of kids going there. And there's certainly both teams have kids that have that ability to do that. Uh, the difference is, are they mentally ready? They're physically ready, technique they're all ready. Are they mentally ready? If you get knocked out in an early round, are you mentally tough enough to come back and place third? That's always a big question. Uh, that semifinal round of wrestling tomorrow or uh, Saturday morning, absolutely the best round of wrestling in the state all season long. Uh, just some real tough kids against tough kids. It'll be great. Fantastic. Well, we're looking forward. You're taken to the air tomorrow at 5.15 p.m., so I know you'll give us a great summary of, of what has happened prior in the day, so we're looking forward to that. Steve, thank you so much for all you do, and uh, what have you got, about three decades of this under your belt now helping us out? Well, I started back in 1986, and I took over for Dwayne Lumley, and people still remind me about Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, been doing that for a while. Prior to that, I was involved, you know, I was on the team or just one as a fan as a little kid. Great. Well, fantastic. Well, thanks for keeping it up. We're looking forward to tomorrow night, and we'll talk to you then. Thank you, Steve. Hardy, thank you very much. Much appreciated. That is uh, Steve Williams, great sports broadcaster. He's going to be on WDKOK tomorrow at 5.15 p.m. on WDKOK. Lily Deaton's going to be our producer tomorrow. Uh, he's a wrestling commentator, sports journalist. You can see his words in print journalism around here. Rise of girls wrestling, our main topic, but just a glimpse of some super competition uh, tomorrow night uh, from Altoona. So we appreciate Steve Williams uh, checking in.